Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Uh, good morning, Janelle. Good morning, Stu. And good morning, Angie. Where's Angie? <laughs> She's back south. <laughs> <sighs> Okay. She couldn't take the cold here in Canada. She's like, nah, I'm out. I don't blame her. <laughs> I'm outie. Good morning to all of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio. Uh, it's just Janelle and I this week, because, of course, Angie's down south. Jerk. <laughs> and uh, we're back from Turks and Caicos. It sounds weird to say. It feels weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's what it feels. What a cold walk to work that was. Quite a change Oof. from last week. Um, but you know, that to be said, just because we're not down in Turks and Caicos doesn't mean we're not still giving away plenty of trips. To get Absolutely. There. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I did something this weekend that I've never done from coming back from a trip. Can you guess? Oh, did you actually like, um, put away all your clothes and not leave it to Connie? <laughs> well, I kind of did that. <laughs> I emptied, I emptied the, the luggage and she always gets mad at me out of me when I put the luggage on the bed. So I didn't put the luggage on the bed. Okay. I uh, left the luggage on the floor, opened it up, grabbed the big pile of clothes, dropped it in the uh, uh, basket by the washing machine mm-hmm. and said, here's your gift. Oh my gosh. Well, if you said that. I, I did, but she didn't want anything because I, yeah. I I texted her from the airport. I said, would you wear this? She, she goes, no, just no. just come back. Don't, I don't need anything. Just come back with your dirty laundry and leave yeah. it for me to do. But it's the first time I've ever fully unpacked. Like I had my laptop, I had all my wires, put away the passport, put away the extra cash that I, mm-hmm. that I had. I actually took care of this. I've never done that before. Yeah, you know what? Strangely enough, first time for me too. We talked about this on Friday, how you and I are both like lazy unpackers and we'll leave it for over a week sometimes in our suitcase, just like sitting on the bedroom floor. But I got all my laundry done. Like I not only unpacked, but I actually physically moved the clothing into the laundry machine and I washed it. <laughs> and I got to tell you, it feels good. So in between uh, cuddling with uh, Nova, mm-hmm. you did laundry. I did. I mean, we got, we got we had two full days. We had all of Saturday and all of Sunday. So it'd be pretty shameful if I didn't do that. <laughs> do you find when you get back from a vacation, uh, we're not bragging here, we, we were on vacation work vacation last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you find when you get back, it takes like a day and a half to get used to your schedule? Well, I mean, it's going to take me all week to get back and used to the schedule, I think. Because let's face it, what I did on Saturday and Sunday was sit on the couch with my dog and cuddle and only took her out for, you know, the walks that she needed. But I didn't do anything on the weekend. And I would be shocked if you said you did anything out of a <sighs> schedule. <laughs> no, I sat on my big butt and mm-hmm. I did nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, nothing. I went, I dropped off my wife to a wedding Saturday night and picked her up an hour later. Mm-hmm. But uh, the only thing I, I was having is withdrawal at 10 o'clock in the morning. Like I was looking for a pina colada <laughs> at 10 o'clock. Okay, that's not the schedule that we have here in Ottawa. Yeah, me too. But uh, we're back. Yeah. And we have another phone call to make later this morning for another winner. But of course, more passwords to paradise coming up at 7. When you think useless, think of Stu. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right, everybody gather around the old radio machine for another useless fact about uh, something that a lot of kids say. I know my kids say this a lot, especially my son. I don't I don't get addressed by dad, daddy. I get addressed by yo. 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 Yeah. Yo, what's your supper? And, and I always say, my name is not Yo. Uh, d- d- does he correct himself when you no. when you call him out? He just and now like, my yeah, daughter whatever. does. My daughter does the same thing. Oh, Yo. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Do you know where it comes from? 
where like the word yo comes from? The word yo was first used in the 15th century. And what did they use it as? Like like a high. But it dates back to the 15th century. That that's crazy. That is. And we're in the 21st century, correct? I think so. Yeah, we are. <laughs> that's that's wild that they Okay, it's that stuck that around goes for back that long. 6 centuries. And now it's popular again. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. How do you rate that fact from I mean, it's not that crazy, but I think I'll give you a six this morning. Okay. <laughs> I think Angie, who's away this week, uh, sun tanning, would give me a uh, 7.5. Okay. Actually, I think there's a chance she could have given you that. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually you're like, yeah, she gave me a 10. <laughs> no. That's not, I mean, some of the listeners will give me a 10. They're listening right now, mm-hmm. and they're texting a 10 zero thirty. What they're going to do is they're going to text me a high score and uh, like a creative handle, like a funny nickname. It's going to be high? You're guaranteeing yeah. that? Uh, my kids know better. That's a long time. Yo, 7.5 from Diva Clow. Yo, that's good. Nine from Turtley Sharon this morning. Nine and 8.5 from Sassy Kathy and Manowit. The early morning kids give it a 7.5 and they say, yo, Stu. <laughs> Uh, uh, yo, bro, says your um, mom who didn't get a souvenir. Ooh. And she's still giving you a 10. I'm surprised. I thought maybe there might be a lower score there. <laughs> Listen, Mom, I showed up to your house on my that's, way out of town. That's the souvenir. <laughs> yeah. Hall of Fame boss traveler, that's an old yo. Uh, I can give you a seven. Thank you very much. Hall of Famers, ghostwriter, and his dad, Pierre, the dehydrated Frenchman. Uh, yo, ho, ho, and a bottle of rum. We give that a six. Oh, I think they're calling you out saying that that's kind of been said since like pirate times. All right, uh, we're going to close out with an 8.5. Kids have been knowing their parents for 600 years from Sharon the Tired. <laughs> I love it. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, on the one-year anniversary, the Convoy 2.0 was not as big as maybe some had expected it would be over the weekend. But there were, you know, people out there still protesting, mainly centered around Parliament Hill. Yeah. Um, around the peak, they say around a couple hundred people were there. And as of uh, Sunday afternoon, the police had done a very different job than they did last year. Yeah. Um, bylaw had towed close to two dozen vehicles. They had issued nearly 200 parking tickets in the special enforcement zone and handed out about 70 provincial uh, offense notices. So police say that a small convoy entered the Ottawa area on Sunday afternoon and it was redirected out of the city. Very yeah. different than last year. Bye. Uh, yesterday, if you weren't watching football, you you have no idea who made it to the Super Bowl. Well, the Eagles will take on the Chiefs, and that's a couple weeks' time coming up February the 12th in Arizona, of course, with Rihanna set for the halftime show. I don't know which team I despise more. Oh, please. Uh, do I despise Patrick Mahomes more, or do, do I despise Eagles more? Uh, go Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and speaking about football, uh, it was the first time that Buffalo Bills player DeMar Hamlin has um, spoken out since he suffered cardiac arrest during that game early this month. I mean, he still is continuing to recover, but this is what he had to say. I think it was important for me to wait and speak publicly at the right time as it was just a lot to process uh, within my own self, uh, mentally, physically, Um, even spiritually it's just been a lot to process but I can't tell you how appreciative 
I am of all the love, all the support, and everything that's just been coming in my way. What happened to me on Monday Night Football, I feel is a direct example of God using me as a vessel to share my passion and my love directly from my heart uh, with the entire world. And I'm able to give it back to kids and communities all across the world uh, who need it the most. And that's always been my dream. That's always been what I stood for and what I'll continue to stand for. Oh, my God. The dude almost died. I know. And I'm, you know, surprised that he doesn't have more difficulty speaking. Yeah. And, I mean, he he seems so well. He did say, you know, of course, he's still con- in con- continuing to recover. But I'm amazed at, you know, how well he is doing. We basically all watched him die on the field. Yeah. They had to, like, resuscitate him. Um, but, of course, he thanked not only, um, you know, his family, um, his fans who have been supporting him, but of the medical personnel who literally oh, have been, you know, brought him back yeah. to life on the field and off the field. Um, and, you know, even gave a little shout out to the Bengals who they were playing that day because really everyone, you know, you forgot about the game completely yeah. and every all the focus was on him and kind of kind of brought everybody together. So 100%. glad to see he is yeah. doing so much better. And that's what's trending. Stuff and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. I don't care. You're not going to convince me that it is a good, uh, a well-spent money, but it always happens without fail. You're in the airport and there are people there scrambling oh, yeah. to yeah. get their last-minute yeah. <laughs> and this was exactly the case when we flew out on Friday. Stu, a little guilty of uh, maybe trying to do some last-minute shopping? Well, I texted my wife a picture of a necklace at the airport. I'm like, would you wear this? She's like, no, I wouldn't wear that. Like, <laughs> like no, just not at all. Just don't. It's ugly. I don't want, I don't want it. <laughs> I didn't want to bring back something that would just sit in her and she wouldn't wear. Because I've bought a lot of stuff for her in the past that she doesn't wear. So mm-hmm. I learned my lesson. I said, would you like this? I, I ruined the element of surprise at the same time, but like, I, I want to know, am I going to waste $25 US dollars on this? And she said yes. Uh, no, she said no. Yeah, like, I mean, she said on. yes, you're yes. going to waste $25 yeah. on it, so don't buy it. So she said, just get something for the kids. I said, okay, I, I already got stuff for the kids. I got my daughter a necklace and I got mm-hmm. my son hot sauce. Okay. I got, I got them stuff they can use. So do you buy yourself souvenirs when you go places? No. If something has to jump out at me for me to buy it. Yeah. I have enough crap. <laughs> souvenirs are kind of like a weird thing. I think they're, you either you either kind of like love them or you hate them. And yeah. kind of that's what we're asking this morning. Are you somebody who is like an absolute must and you buy a lot of souvenirs for you know friends, family back home who weren't on the travel with you? Maybe you're somebody who only buys it for yourself. Or maybe you're like me and it's just a hard pass. Like, I do not buy souvenirs, and I love to travel, and I say that it's just a waste of money. <laughs> Granted, I have brought things home um, on vacation. For example, uh, when we were in Turks and Caicos, we went out and we did that catamaran tour. Yeah, yeah. And so um, they do a really good job taking care of the aqua life in that area. When we hopped in the boat or hopped off the boat, they said, you know, don't take anything. You don't take anything. You don't leave anything. Leave it as it is. And you just look and you you witness the aqua life because it was, um, I believe, like a national reserve or just an area they were trying to protect. So we get back off the boat, and Adam says to me, oh, I saw this really cool conch shell down there. And he had pointed it out to one of the guys on the boat who were helping us with the tour. 
Next thing we know, this guy's diving headfirst off the boat, down, like he goes down like 20-something feet, grabs the shell out of the ocean, and hands it to Adam. And he's like, here, take it. (laughs) So I think it's okay because we followed their rules. We didn't take anything. This guy, for whatever reason, felt it was okay for Adam to take. It's this beautiful pink conch shell, and that is what we took home as our souvenir. Otherwise, we wouldn't have taken home anything. And you didn't get in trouble at the airport? No. Should we have? (laughs) <laughs> you, you, you're lucky you didn't get uh, searched because when I got searched coming back from St. Kitts and Nevis in the late 90s, I had a bunch of uh, seashells in my bag mm-hmm. and they said, no, not allowed. Oh, well, we didn't tell anyone. <laughs> we had a bunch of seashells in our bag. I always thought that, that was a pretty okay a souvenir to take home. Like if you're going to take a souvenir home, just walk along the beach and grab a little bit of sand or, yeah. you know, grab a few shells and bring that home. That's typically what I would do. Yeah. Or I might buy something that's actually going to function as a piece in my home. I'm not buying the knickknacky, you know, the magnets and the keychains and the shot glasses, but... Some of you do that. In fact, a lot of you guys are big, big collectors. And we want to know what's your take on souvenirs this morning. So give us a call, 750-1100. You can text it in at 10-0-30. Maybe you've been collecting things from around the globe, and now you have quite the collection. Or maybe you just hate souvenirs just as much as me. (laughs) Give us your take on them. Some of you love your souvenirs so much, like Debbie, who has basically an entire dedicated closet to her souvenir collection. That's how all in she goes. And we want to know what your take is on souvenirs this morning. You get them for everybody. You get them maybe just for yourself or you're just like a hard pass and you don't even bother when you're on vacation. Uh, Jane on her Facebook says, uh, we buy a Christmas ornament from each place we visit each year. Decorating the tree is a trip down memory lane. I actually, that might convince me to be a souvenir buyer. Yeah. The thing is, is that a number of you have mentioned doing this. It seems to be quite a popular thing. Where are you finding Christmas ornaments? Like, I I travel a lot in November, like, leading up to Christmas. And even when we were in Vietnam, there was Christmas spewed all over the streets. Couldn't for the life of me find an ornament because I did want to buy one and bring it home to put it on the tree. I don't know where I, people are finding them. <laughs> yeah, they're finding them somewhere. <laughs> like, I have not been finding this on the regular when I'm out traveling. Things that you can find, though, when you're looking for souvenirs, anything that's really bright, wacky, and tacky, <laughs> I think. Like a snow globe. Yeah, souvenirs kind of have that kind of bad rap. And Melanie says that it's been a running joke since she was a kid that she always brings people back T-shirts. She says the more bright and wacky, the better. And then there's Anna, who has the same mindset of me. Anna, what's your take on souvenirs? Um, but when it comes to knickknacks, we don't do that anymore. Absolute waste of money. <laughs> I'd rather eat it, save the money, and go go somewhere. And uh, But we do absolutely no knickknacks, no T-shirts, uh, keychains, magnets, nothing. So no ashtrays? No! <laughs> I'd rather go have a... A Bahama Mama and spend uh, the five bucks on that than than a knickknack. I agree. When you give them to people, don't get me wrong. They it's more to me. It's more like a junk collector. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then they end up tossing it out, or 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 it goes. 
first sale at a garage sale. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I've seen a lot of souvenirs at the thrift store. <laughs> exactly. There you go. So, anyway, save the planet. Have a Bahama Mama, okay? <laughs> I like that idea. Spend it on your vacation instead of something to take it home. But Debbie loves her collection, and she honestly needs, like, an entire closet in her house for her souvenir collection. What she does is collect beach towels with the name of the place that she's been. And get this. She has over 60 beach towels from every country and island that they've been to just last week on a cruise, bought a towel on every island they went to, so came home with four towels. You need a whole suitcase to be able to bring that that, that souvenir home. <laughs> Hopefully she uses those towels and they don't sit in a box. Well, I mean, I hope so too, but like 60 towels, that's a lot. She's also a well-seasoned traveler too. <laughs> Quite the collection. Move Mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, brace yourself. The mild winter we've been having is about to be over. Polar vortex is making its way into Canada. And across um, this week, we'll see things get a lot colder. They're saying it is some of the coldest air in the northern hemisphere will be here in Canada. And uh, we're expecting this to kind of hit by the end of the week. Why? We don't need it. We have enough snow. We have enough cold. It should be over. Some may argue that we do need it. Um, By, I believe it's Friday, minus 20, feeling like minus 30. It's going to be lovely. Yeah, it's kind of like as we're rolling into February. What a a lovely... lovely arrival. And some would argue that we do need those cold temperatures, too. The canal still not open. And unfortunately, uh, they have actually had to completely cancel the Dragon Boat Festival, which, of course, would be, or the Dragon Boat Races, which, of course, would be part of the opening weekend of Winterlude. So they canceled it yesterday. It was supposed to be happening this weekend. Um, and this was the first time it was going to be back in two years. They had it completely sold out. 110 teams were set to be here this weekend, 70% of which were out-of-towners. So they're saying this is also a huge hit to the city for tourism. Expected loss of $4 million. Oh, that's that's hard. Yeah, it's tough. And it's because, you know, we've had such a mild winter so far, which some have been enjoying, but some are itching to get out there and get on the canal to do some skating. The National Capital Commission is saying that that surface has to be at least 30 centimeters thick, as we know. And the uh, in order to get there, we need 10 to 14 consecutive days of temperatures between minus 10 and minus 20 we like we're, even with this little cold snap, we're not going to get it because uh, it's going to get warm again after that. So, Will I feel the- bad for the, I feel bad for the Dragon Ball Festival, but I'm actually looking forward to the spring. <laughs> don't 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 send me messages. I, I you don't support uh, tourism. Mm-hmm. I'm not. That's not me. I just don't like winter. Yeah, I feel you. I get that. There's something you can be excited about, Stu. Um, the Zeller's Restaurant is coming back. Yeah, you've been mad about this whole Zeller's return. You've just demanded that the restaurant come back. you That is one thing that you had required. And um, they've announced that they are going to be bringing it back after all of the Canadians have been wishing, dreaming, and hoping for it. Um, they are not saying exactly when it will be back. And it's not going to be an actual Zeller's location. It's going to be a food truck that will be popping around all of their locations. 
going to be deep fried stuff. Like, I haven't been able to get that anywhere I, else. <laughs> I know what the menu is, Stu, and they're actually asking Canadians to vote on what should be on the menu on their Instagram. They've got the Big Z Burger, fries and gravy, hot chicken sandwich, grilled cheese sandwich, onion rings, quesadilla, poutine, hot dog, chicken fingers, and new, they've brought the uh, veggie burger into the mix. I'm not talking about Zellers until they honor my clubs at first. <laughs> Okay. If you want to vote for what food you'd like to see in the New Zellers restaurant, you can head to their Instagram page. That's what's trending. It's brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. Janelle, who's made the cut today? All right. Today on the line we have with us uh, Lisa and Karen. And Lisa called in first, so we'll let her pick her categories. Uh, Can you send me the categories? Oh, yep. <laughs> Just, uh, who, who am I on the phone with? You're on with Lisa this morning. Good morning, Lisa. Can you win the game? I hope so. I'm kind of new at this, but I'm hoping. <laughs> Don't be nervous. Uh, choice categories, please. All right, so Karen Tilly sent our categories in this morning. We have either fruits or veggies. Uh, fruits. That'd be great. Fruits. Perfect. I love this category. All right, three... Two, one. These are yellow and they're kind of shaped weird. Shaped weird. Uh, a, ye- a yellow fruit. Uh, okay, you put this in a daiquiri. These are little red things. You put them in a daiquiri. Oh, cherry. No. Um, these. Yep. Uh, this is something that uh, uh, you have. You eat. Uh, you cut it in half and you spit out the seeds. Okay, what a day keeps the doctor away. Apple. Yes. <laughs> After the buzzer. I did hear her say watermelon, though. Okay. Um, it kind of cut out there a little bit, but I did hear her say watermelon. So you guys ended up with two. Elisa, the first one was uh, banana. a banana. Oh. Yeah. What, what's yeah. yellow and has a weird shape? <laughs> that would be a banana. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hang on, hang on. So you hang could on technically win. We'll see what happens. Ooh. I'm playing against myself. Who am I playing with? You are playing with Karen now. Good morning, Karen. Karen? You there, Karen? Good morning. You okay? Yeah. You sound mad. No, I'm not mad. Okay. Um, Our category is veggies. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Good luck, Karen. (laughs) All right. Three, two, one. This is the main ingredient in coleslaw. Cabbage. Yes. And this is, uh, these are long and you cut them up. Um, they're green. Cucumber. And, no, you put them in a salad. Uh, long and green and cucumber. Onions. Uh, no. Uh, okay. Um, these Chip are, um, uh, um, fries are made from this. Uh, potato. Yes. And, uh, what did Bugs Bunny eat all the time? Carrots. Yes. And, um, eh, how do I describe these? These are little and they look like a little tree. Broccoli. <laughs> yes. It is after the buzzer, but you guys sneaked that in. You got three. What's long and green in a salad? A uh, celery. Oh. Oh, I wasn't sure what he was trying to get with that one either. <laughs> I love celery. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations, Karen. You are a lucky winner today. You've got a $100 gift card for Lotto Max. Awesome. Thank you.
Kathy and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Are we just lazy or are actors really mumbly and forcing us to put on subtitles when we're watching TV shows and movies? What are you talking about? Well, Netflix has come out with this new stat that says that 40% of their users are regularly turning the subtitle feature on. And I'm not talking about subtitles for uh, a show that's in a different language. Obviously, those kind of come on automatically as needed throughout shows and movies that we watch. I'm talking about physically going to the settings in Netflix and turning subtitles on 40% of people are watching TV this way. So you're talking about people that are on Netflix, seeing a movie that's in English and putting on English subtitles. Yeah. You've never done that? That's bizarre. Never in a million years would I do that. Because I find reading subtitles on a screen distracts me a little bit. Like I'm watching Fauda, which is uh, shot in Israel and and Lebanon, and the actors are speaking in Hebrew, which I understand, but I appreciate that the subtitles are coming up in English, but... And I find that it's distracting. I'm not used to it. I agree with you. Um, I also find it very distracting because I'll just focus on the the words and I'll miss what's happening on the screen. But I am one of those people who will turn on the subtitles on occasion because sometimes you just can't hear what the heck they're saying. Like, there are sometimes scenes that Adam and I are both looking at each other like, did you catch that? Did you catch that? Like, what are they saying? They're like, it's like they're whispering. You can't really actually catch what they're saying. It's so quiet. We turn it up and all we hear is the background noise or music that might be playing and you can't catch what the actors are actually saying. So then we'll rewind, we'll turn the subtitles on and we'll, you know, watch it for a portion like that and eventually turn them back off again. But some scenes are really difficult and they say it's actually a problem in the industry that like they're the audio tech guys just can't seem to figure it out. And it stems from on set we're getting more and more of these like intimate, quiet kind of scenes, but it's like too quiet. Wait a minute, are you fishing for an endorsement deal from Robillard Hearing Aids? <laughs> See, and I thought you would be somebody who would actually need the subtitles more no. than me. <laughs> no. But I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of surprised to say that there's that many people who are watching TV like that. They also say that it's because we're distracted. I mean, oh, yeah. we are completely distracted when watching shows, constantly picking up our devices, you know, like leaving to go do something, kind of just listening in the background. And I'm totally guilty of doing this as well. So they say that people will turn on the subtitles to force them to be more engaged okay. with the show and and watch it. That I understand, because anytime I watch a hockey game, I, I'm looking at like two seconds of the game. I'm, a, I'm on my phone. I'm on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> watching the, Like watching with everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> so let us know if you are a subtitle fan or if you hate them. Is that how you're watching TV? You can text us at 10 30 but uh, sorry, you can't get subtitles on this show. You actually just have to listen. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? For the first time in history, a mother will watch both of her sons play in the Super Bowl against each other. 
This is That's going to cool. be quite the moment for Donna, and I'm sure the Kelsey family was um, going nuts yesterday when they found out that yeah. the Eagles would be taking on the Chiefs because Jason and Travis on opposing teams for the Super Bowl, uh, which is coming up in a couple of weeks' time. So the thing is, is that these boys won't be playing against each other actually on the field because they're both like yeah. uh, they both play in the opposition uh, position or whatever. So. But it's going to be an uncomfortable Thanksgiving because somebody will have won the Super Bowl and somebody won't. Right, I know. Like, who's coming home with the actual trophy and going to rub it in each other's face? Uh, What I think is interesting is that um, she has this jersey that actually is both jerseys that, of course, she'll be sporting. Because, I mean, like, like it puts her in a hard position. Like, who do you cheer for? Which child do you like more? Right? I don't know. It's going to be tricky. Uh, speaking of sports, though, um, there are thousands of people who have seen this video, and uh, it is of Toronto Blue Jays, of Vladimir Guerrero Jr., because he just couldn't spit it out. He couldn't spit out one of our country's um, cities. Just listen to this. Hey, Sakatun. Saskatoon. 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 Action. Hey, Saskatoon. Hey, Saskatoon. See you next month. So Saskatoon. Saskatoon. Just hilarious. I don't know why he couldn't spit it out, but the reason why they needed him to say that is because he is supposed to be going there. So hopefully um, he will be able to spit it out when he actually is meeting fans when he goes to Saskatoon. Saskatoon. <laughs> and that's what's trending. Moves. Password to paradise. Winner. Welcome to paradise. The best part of the day. Oh, I love it. All right. Let's, Love making somebody's day. I know. Let's let's see who our lucky winner is today. Hello. Hi, Peter. How are you doing this morning? Good. You? Good. It's Stu and Janelle calling for Move 100. Oh, nice. What are you doing this morning? Well, I'm on break at my uh, job right now. Okay. What do you do? I'm a courier for FedEx. Hey, very busy. Well, I would say that it's a good thing you're not out on the road right now. Because you might want to sit down for this, Peter. Did I win the trip? Yes, Peter, you are going to Turks and Caicos. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Oh, that is awesome. I can't believe it. You just made my year. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. I can't wait to wake up my wife and tell her that. What's your wife's name? Betty. Okay, well, you and Betty are absolutely going to have the trip of a lifetime here. Oh, it's amazing. It's like a dream, man. Can't believe it. It's like, a, oh, I feel like, it feels like Christmas just came. <laughs> yeah, it certainly did. It came early. We hope you have the best time at the beaches, Turks and Caicos. Oh, my God. I can't wait to tell my wife. Oh, my God. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Would you have done the same in this situation? So, good Samaritans can still be found in the most unlikely places these days. And the latest story is from a uh, a local... 
favorite fast food store. Um, so a TikToker was going through um, a McDonald's drive-thru, and uh, he got a little more than what he ordered. He got $5,000 in cash. He found that inside amongst his breakfast sandwich. Hello. Pretty unbelievable to hear that this could even happen. So he said, yeah, I ordered a sausage McMuffin. I went through the drive-thru. I look inside the bag, and the worker has handed me... And he actually found, like, the cash deposit that would be from the register, you know? Okay. They're like, they have the cash and they need to go to the bank and, and yeah. dump it in. Somehow, he got that brown paper bag full of $5,000. So, um, of course, he's put this up online. Um, he's found it all, like, individually wrapped in Ziploc bags. And it's all, you know, very meticulously been put away and ready for somebody to put in the bank. So uh, what he, of course, decided to do, or at least you would hope, of course, decided to do, was return the cash. I mean, some I wouldn't. people. <laughs> I'd keep it. You gave me 5000 bucks. See ya. <laughs> oh, like somebody getting fired for that if they, if they let that go by Not accident. my fault. Not my fault. Okay. Well, he, kidding, he walked into the store with his phone camera on, still recording, and, of course, um, you know, handed back the money, and uh, all is well. And I'm sure the employee who made that very big mistake is, like, counting their lucky stars that this guy decided, you know what, I'm going to be a good Samaritan. I'm going to return the money. And uh, not you can't say that everybody would have done the same. What did the employee give him? Uh, he got a $200 gift card for free McDonald's uh, and free McDonald's for a month. I would have asked for free McDonald's for life. Oh, I mean, free McDonald's for a month is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, $5,000 isn't worth free McDonald's for life. <laughs> so I think he got off pretty good. Yeah. Uh, he's gone viral. Uh, he's reminded people to, you know, be honest. And yeah. uh, that's all the feels on Move 100.